0: Let's get it started. Yes, that's black eyed peas. And that's exactly what we're going to do on this show. Like we always try to do on these lovely Saturday mornings. I'm Michael Mullis, president of Mortgage Teacher. And what is Mortgage Teacher? Well, the name pretty much says it all. We teach you about all the different mortgages. That's the number one thing that people seem to to not understand or what they need some understanding of. So what are the hot topics lately? Well, you've heard the news on the radio here on 980. Marijuana becoming legal. How does that affect your house, your mortgage? For example, on a home inspection, you have a room full of plants. Is that going to affect you getting qualifying? I'm not going to lie. We really don't know. Just like many of the other bodies, we're hearing how the police are going to handle it, how employment, firemen. This week, we're hearing all kinds of changes. So let's talk about that in the mortgage world a little bit because we've come across some pretty crazy things in the housing market. Um, For example, the word pre-approval. We had these clients that were pre-approved for say, you know, $350,000. So of course they're going out to find a house for $350,000 and they find one for $320,000. So of course, if you're pre-approved, you would think you would get the house. So we put the financing through and sure enough, the bank said yes, but then it was turned down. So the clients were rather upset because they went in without financing because they were pre-approved. But the bank said, sorry, it's not our fault. We're saying yes to you. CMHC. If you're putting less than 20% down, you may have heard of these guys. They're a giant insurance company, Crown Corp. And that's exactly what they did. They had their own rules and guidelines, and they turned down the property. Now, this is the interesting part when we're talking about the grow-up. This is why they turned it down. The place was in St. Thomas, and it turned down that it was flagged as a grow-up. So I, at Mortgage Teacher, we looked in a little deeper to find out who calls it the grow-up. So we found the lawyer's office in Toronto and tried to get the details. It turned out there was two cups sitting up on the counter with a little plant in each. Okay, now why would a grow up be dangerous to a house? Moisture, if it's a, what, a hydro operation or a water operation, then you could get a lot of moisture, which could cause a lot of black mold. But if you have other plants in your house, I mean, they're, they're kind of the same. So it's going to be interesting on how they handle this, because this specific situation, there were no charges pressed, there were no plants, there's no mold in the house, but yet, this house was flagged by CMHC as a grow-op, and therefore, they wouldn't say yes. Now, I guess that's going to be up to CMHC's guidelines on what will they allow. Then it's going to be come down to each individual bank, what they allow. Because that's where the home inspection or the appraisal is going to disclose that stuff. So this is going to be re- really interesting in the housing market. I do believe that you know, we're allowed four plants per person in the household. Uh, My suggestion to you with these times, while they're all brand new to all of us, keep them outside. And when it comes to the home inspection, move them. (laughs) Don't have them in the home inspection or in the appraisal. Just, you know, if it's outside, try to avoid it. If you're one of those ones that have an operation inside, I guess my best advice is you better be ready to have a lot more down. Um, I think when it's going to come to that, there could be income involved, Uh, I've even seen places say, well, you know, now if you're growing it, are you selling it? And maybe we have to charge you commercial rates instead of residential. I mean, that's getting a little bit ridiculous, but you know, it depends what you have going on at your house. Watch out for that. Just because it's legal, it doesn't mean all the banks and all the parties around are going to automatically approve your deal. So be prepared for that. And if you are going to have that involved, then be prepared to have a larger down payment. I would say start at a good, you know, 20% down, if not 35 to 50% down. And you're gonna have a lot of less risk. Like I said, that, that's only if you're going for some sort of grow operation with your house. Because we're gonna have all kinds of different zoning issues with this, also. So that's one of the hot topics, obviously, here on 980. We've been talking about it all, all week, and it's the hot topic. So Wednesday will be a pretty exciting time. But as far as that topic, let's just basically call that up in smoke and move on. So the other hot topic is lines of credit and how we're barring against the house. I had an old high school buddy reach out to me. Uh, and ask an email or ask me a message through Facebook, actually, funny enough, of course, social media, there's proof, Um, reach out and say, you know, I was thinking about borrowing a $200,000 line of credit. Uh, You know, what kind of rate can you get and teach me a little bit about that. So I had to ask because, you know, why not take that in a visa? Whoa, why would I take that in a visa, Michael? Visa rates are very high. And of course, you pay more interest on it. I agree. But let me challenge you this. Why borrow in a line of credit? So I had to ask him back, how long are you borrowing that $200,000 for? And he was only, he was planning on borrowing it. He didn't know. Two years, five years, seven years, eight years. So here's kind of what I sat down and did the numbers with. If you borrow in the line of credit, and this is what we have to be careful because the easy access to money, this is what we have to do our numbers on. And this is here at Mortgage Teacher. This is probably what's keeping us the busiest. So if you want to be busy like that, feel free to look us up at mortgageteacher.com. Give us a shout 226 289 2991. Now, what are we doing here in the office the most? Basically, calculating people people's costs um, of having a home equity line of credit registered against the house. I've said this many times on the show before. These products were designed for the tax deduction side of borrowing to invest. Yes, let me repeat that. Back in the year 2000, there was a new law created, the federal the federal government came up with this, not loophole, but an adv- a tax advantage to us, and a lot of accountants have called in and discussed that with us, that uh, you can borrow, if you borrow to invest, you can write off the interest against your income, okay? So instead of using hard-earned tax money to pay down, maybe you could leverage a little bit. Now, this was all done back in 2000 to try to, you know, stimulate the Canadian bond market so Canadians would be putting Canadian money into the Canadian bonds. So this was a way that, you know, our, our baby boomers at the time could reach into their equity of their house instead of sitting on their house free and clear or, you know, sitting on a house worth 400 and you only owe 100 Now you could pull 100 or 200 out, invest that, and all the interest you're paying on that money can be fully tax deductible. So those are the type of advantages we have. That's what these products were created for. I, I remember the first one that came out with the pilot in 2001. It was National Bank. I think there's two branches here in London, Ontario, but they came out with the first all in one that as you paid your mortgage down, you could readvance it. Well, day in and day out, guys, I have Londoners calling in with these types of products. But here's the scary part. The reason they took those products were the easy access to the money and they weren't taught any different. And meanwhile, they're using this not for investment purposes, for buying a vehicle, maybe a vacation. Maybe home renovations isn't so bad, but still, you want to have an action plan. So the problem with borrowing, say, hundred grand on a line of credit versus 100000 on a mortgage is this. If you borrow $100,000 on your line of credit, not only is it a higher rate because, you know, that's prime plus one or plus two. So today you'd be at 4.7 or 5.7. So now the bank is earning a higher interest rate because of the convenience of the money. But even better. The interest is compounded monthly. So in the formula, the interest is compounded 12 times a year. Now, let's break this down and simplify it a little bit. Way back in high school, investments, remember that? You want to build interest on your interest, compound interest? Well, that's kind of the same idea, except now this formula is working against you. Therefore, if you borrowed $100,000 in the mortgage, okay, apply the same sort of payment... Right, you have your common denominator, the same payment against it, you would actually pay that loan off faster because the two main reasons. The interest rate on a mortgage is lower, and also it's only compounded semi annually, not twelve times a year. So you would actually be paying out less interest, therefore you would be paying off more principal. So now the question remains, yeah, but what about the fees and the costs? Well, that's the trick, guys. So many people sign up for these all in ones or HELOCs or whatever you may call them, you sign up blind thinking it's not going to cost you. But then when you go to discharge the mortgage, ask your lawyer. It's like a first and a second. You actually end up paying more fees. Sometimes the fees are larger than the savings on a non-registered line of credit. Again, I'm Michael Mullis from Mortgage Teacher, and we're doing exactly what we do on this show, teach you interesting ways to save you interest. Let's head to a news break, and we'll be back right after this. And we're back. My name's Michael Mullis, President of Mortgage Teacher. And if you're just tuning in, well, thank you very much for tuning in on this lovely Saturday. And the topics we've been talking about today, in case you have been tuning in the whole time, is, well, the hot topic. Cannabis, marijuana, legal on Wednesday. How does that affect home buying? What are the rules? How do the banks qualify? What is CMHC's outtake on it? Well, just so you know, there is an L-star function, which is London, St. Thomas, Association of Realtors, and they have a function, I think on the 31st, uh, that you can go and learn that if you like. It's $50 for non-real estate members, but it's at the Lamplighter, so feel free to look that up. But really, we don't really know, just like many other things. There's a lot of things on the go, uh, you know, how are the police going to handle it, employment, with you know legalizing marijuana. So my first take is they have always been very, very against it. If they have any record of an operation or grow up before, even the smallest plant found on the countertop, like I mentioned before the break, stops someone from being able to buy that house, which I mean really is ridiculous because it's mold that wrecks it, not a little plant sitting on the counter. So with that being said, be careful, be weary. If you are the place that's going to get a mortgage, plan ahead. That's what mortgage teachers are here to do. Help prepare that so you know what to expect. So it's all going to come down to zoning and what you're doing. Really, if you can, try to avoid it out of your home inspection and your appraisal if you can. Okay? Now, what else we talked about was the way people are borrowing money lately. And that's been a really hot topic in the office, perhaps for some renovations. But we always seem to jump to that line of credit because it's easy to access. But don't think the bank doesn't know that. So the way I take it is I just explained before the break how much more interest it can cost you to take that line of credit. The line of credit is really all on how you're going to use it. If it's going to be a very short term, I mean under six months, then it's worth considering a line of credit because you're paying it back so quick, hence the convenience. But if it's a longer term payback, it could feel like that money treadmill. And that's what kind of people... Those are the questions and the concerns we have people coming in. I don't have... I mean, thank gosh, London, be proud of yourselves because we don't have people coming into the office saying, you want to what... We have to bring my payment down like $500 a month. We've had a job loss or we've had this or that. We're struggling. We have to free up 400 a month. I don't get those calls. Here's what I have coming in. You want to a mortgage teacher? I can afford the payment. I can afford the mortgage payment. I can afford that line of credit payment. Kids, sports, everything we're doing, we can afford it all. It's not bad, but gosh, I'm disgusted by these results. My mortgage comes down about 4000 a year. This line of credit hasn't moved in two years. This visa, I pay down and pay up. The vehicle, yeah, I'm paying it off, but we're going to need another one in two years. I just can't seem to crawl out. And we know that, guys. And that's what the norm is. And that's not that's the life-changing experience we're doing here at Mortgage Teacher. We sit down and assess those numbers because the banks gave you the convenience of the line of credit. So now you have the money. That was nice. But now you're just running on the treadmill and it's not really coming down. And that's because of the comments I said before the break. That money is compounded 12 times a year at a higher interest rate. I mean, let's think back in time. Let's, let's put on our, our suits and our black hats and go to the top of the banks and think strategy. 2015, 2016, the five-year fixed rate was two and a half. Now that's great for us getting a mortgage, but let's go on the investment side. Who lent us that money? Who wants to give somebody a mortgage at two and a half percent? That return is horrible for the banks. So I got an idea. Instead of making two and a half percent on all these five-year fixed mortgages, let's sell everyone lines of credit and tell them just in case they want to buy a boat or just in case they want to travel or do rentals, they have this line of credit. And then when they borrow it, that way we can make more interest on it. So instead of these times being two and a half percent, we can get a lot of people in at prime plus one and prime plus two, and then we can even make our interest compounded monthly. That's exactly what has happened, people. So if you do have a line of credit that you see that's you know not really coming down that quick, if you have any consumer debt, line of credit, visa, over $6,000, then this is worth talking about because we've all made money on our, our houses. Uh, the interest rates are still really low. And here's where we're going to start to really surprise you. Maybe you don't have any debt. Maybe your house is 50% paid off fantastic well guess what the hottest news is marijuana stocks the markets went down this week but the pot stocks went up we have a huge opportunity here in canada people we can still borrow at the three percent mark and we can earn a higher percent and like we said and we've mentioned a couple times in the show compound interest this time it can be on your side So now, Michael, mortgage teacher, teach us how can we borrow to invest and tax deduct that? Well, why don't you hear it from someone else, a third party? You don't have to hear it from me. I'm not here to sell you in the idea. I'm here to design, teach you the idea. And yeah, we can perform and write this up for you. But if you want to look it up, please, I'd say get a pen and paper. Do it. Get a pen and paper or get out your iPhone or your smartphone, sorry, and take down this Write down the Smith Maneuver, written by Fraser Smith. You can get it at chapters. It's the Smith Maneuver about making your mortgage tax deductible while creating an investment plan at the same time. I'm 42 years old. Yep, it's been that long. Wow, I had to count with my fingers there. 42 years old already, and just in the last you know, seven years, I started to build that plan. I'm an entrepreneur. I've been building a business. It's been hard to put money away. But now I'm getting to the point to make sure my kids, my wife, my business, my family, even people around me are protected. And that's what I've been working towards now. Are you that same? You know, did you buy your house for $350 and oh my gosh, the neighbors just went for $475? Are you kidding me? We've got the bigger garage and we've got our basement finished. My house must be worth at least $495. That's free equity, guys. You didn't gold plate the house, but our houses are worth more. So now what are you going to do to take advantage of that? You can leave it there, like I was raised, and call it debt equity. That's what I did. It just sat there, because really it's nothing until you sell it. Or you can leverage against it and get into this pot stock race. Perhaps that's some interest. Now, you can't do that on your own. I suggest you need a relationship. Mortgage teacher would be your relationship to design this. We can set it up, for example. Say you owe 200000 on your house, and your house is worth 600000 you could get access to what, say another $300,000 in equity. So what you could do is take $200,000 out and invest it. And you could set up those investments that they pay out dividends. For example, say four hundred dollars a month. So say on your mortgage, on the original $200,000 that you're working really hard off and trying to pay that off. So you pay $1,000 every single month. So it comes down from $200,000, dollars dollars You get the idea. Now, as the banks teach you, you have a line of credit at the back end that increases every time. So it goes from, say, two hundred thousand to two hundred and one, two hundred and two. As your mortgage comes down, your line of credit goes up. Makes sense. But remember, you invested a hundred thousand dollars, and it's paying out dividends of four hundred. So you take that additional four hundred that you didn't have anyway, and you use it to pay down your mortgage. So you're not paying your mortgage at the rate of one thousand a month you're paying it down 50 or sorry 40% faster and paying 1400 a month. What happens to the line of credit the next day? If you pay your mortgage down 1400, your line of credit goes up 1400 and therefore you reinvest. You're converting bad debt, non-tax deductible, the 200 grand into good debt. Yeah. Eventually, I'm going to probably always owe 300,000 against my house, but that's going to turn into an investment portfolio of 300, 400 500, 600, and more over my plan. And that's where the relationship comes in. So if this is something you're interested in, contact Mortgage Teacher. As you can see, guys, I don't want to say there's urgency, but go look at Mortgage Teacher blog. Rates just been going up since October 1st. That's the fixed rate. So if you want to secure a rate, there's no cost, no obligation. Just give us a shout 226 289 2991. And if you're still puzzled on what Mortgage Teacher is, look it up. Google search Mortgage Teacher and see what Londoners are saying about us yourselves. Take care. Have a great Saturday. Have a great weekend. Signing off.